Judging dice by moonlight Rolling twenties by daylight Never running from initiative We are the ones who play RPGs Hi everybody Welcome back to freshman year I'm your guide through this sensual episode Eli <laughs> And I'm joined by Ashley. Vapor Behaps. Eric. Oresco's Drygrass. Jason. Ermac Gurglestein. And Abby. Wild. And uh, last time you guys did a little bit of a scavenger hunt. That was exciting. Yeah, I got but a now, chicken. Now the time has come to... Uh, Open a can of whoop ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost that. wanted to do a, a my brother, my brother and me, much. where I was just like, you open that can, I just do a Justin McElroy, where it's just like, <laughs> hey, bud, what you drinking there? <laughs> hey, hey, Justin, what do you got there? Is it a Diet Coke? <laughs> yeah. uh, but yes, we ended last episode with you all rolling initiative to fight a mimic. That spontaneously appeared uh, among the bookshelves. And uh, Maper, you're up first. Cool. I'm going to use Firebolt on it. All right. Um, uh. <laughs> am I within 120 feet? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Just roll a 20 and then plus 7 to hit? Is that how that works? I believe so. I'm so upset. Natural one. Oh boy. Oh yeah, you hit one of the shelves and start a small fire. Yeah. Okay. 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 This is how it happens sometimes. Yep. Wow. Um, so you all Not see even this. Your first uh, day is done. You've already banned from the well, library. What you see is this opossum stands up on its hind legs, speaks something in draconic. And then, like, these fire just appears in its hands, and he hurls this bolt of fire at it. Yep. Oh, I missed, guys! Um, oh, boy. But now, it's the Mimic's turn. Um, Let's see. I think the Mimic is going to have a little bit of trouble. Yeah, the Mimic's going to have to spend its entire turn to get up to you all. Um, <laughs> who, is, who do you think is in the, in the lead? I think Wild was the first one to react. Yeah, most likely Wild because he was the first one to leave off the stage and start running over. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. And I was going to say I'm pretty um, fast, so I'm probably coming up like right behind. <clears throat> yeah. I'm definitely um, last. Uh, you're actually faster than Ermac. Yeah, but I don't think that Maper would run up too close since he has like. Yeah, I think Maper has been educated on not doing that. Yeah. He. <laughs> Cast spells um, from far away all the time, so he knows. Yeah. To so stay. this uh, mimic comes running up uh, to attack Wild, just kind of like clomping along. But instead of like the clank of a wooden chest hitting the ground, it's just this like heavy thud, like a bag of sand, and it's got its lid open, full of about ten rows of teeth with about thirty eyes open on top of it, and a big, long, purple tongue sticking out, just going blah, 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 blah. Disgusting. A delightful noise for everyone. But it is now Oreskos' turn. 
Oruskos is going to, because he doesn't really have any any ranged spells of any sort of vintage, um, is instead going to take the opportunity to equip his shield as an action. And for an object interaction, I will draw forth mine a club that I have. Right. And then I, I will cast Shillelagh. And uh, the when I cast Shillelagh on my club, it um, you see like these veins of red energy sort of like start rolling up through the club and it like almost grows this sort of resin over the uh, entire surface of the of the club. And uh, I'm going to um, going to move forward 40 feet. Okay. Um, you don't need to go a full 40 feet because you were kind of right behind uh, Wild, and it's close enough to attack Wild. Okay. Got uh, it. So you, just only, get... you only have to move up a little bit, you know? Yep, I'll get right up there. <clears throat> All right. Uh, wild, it is your turn. Sorry, I had a mouthful of popcorn. Um, I'm going to draw my greatsword, and... Uh... I'm a rage. All right. Do I need to do any roll anything for that? No, you don't roll the rage. You just rage. Cool. I'm gonna rage and swing at it with my greatsword. All right. That's a twelve. Twelve hits. Great. Awesome. I love that. That's an eleven. Eleven damage. Uh huh. All right. Um. You bury your uh, greatsword in it, and your greatsword does not come back out. For fuck's sake. It is adhered. Uh, Ermac, it is your turn. Uh, well, let's see here. How bad's that book fire? Not bad. Okay. Uh, then, uh, Ermac is going to focus on this tree mimic thing, and... He trunk w- mimic. Trunk mimic. Oh, like like a case. Like a- yeah, it's like a like a costume trunk. Oh, okay. Interest. Anyway, uh, and I will. Uh, he will put his hands on his broken holy symbol of Ninhild, which is this uh, red crystal that's been like cracked in half that looks like a rose, and he will cast Chaos Bolt. So let's see how this works. Range spell attack. Uh, that's not a good sign. Uh, well, thank God for numbers. Eleven? Uh, an eleven does not hit. Yeah. Let me, just for giggles, let's see what this is. Uh, this will be the chaos bolt. That's a five. So... Uh, that's going to be lightning. All right. Is what misses. Uh, you fire off this bolt of of uh, rose-colored lightning, and it hits another part of the bookshelf and starts another small fire. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. And now it is Maper's turn. I'm going to cast um, Firebolt again. Um, you don't want to try doing magic missiles so you don't have to roll anything? I don't have magic missile. Yes, you do. If you go to your spells. 
I'm on spells. I have Firebolt, mm-hmm. Minor Illusion, Prestidigitation, and Shocking Grasp. I'm going to scroll oh, down. Go, go do the first level spells. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do my magic missile. <laughs> That's automatic, right? Uh, yeah, just click uh, cast. And then... Uh, it is three darts. So you will... It's 1d4 plus one per dart. So I get two more d4s? Yes. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> um, although I think rules as written, what it's supposed to be is you roll 1d4 plus one, and that's just the damage that each dart does. Oh, well, what do you want boring. me to do? I rolled all It three. is boring. I mean, just go with it. I don't okay. care. Okay. Um, two, three, four, five damage. Five damage. Okay. Uh, and go ahead and roll a d20 for me and let me know what you get. A 15. Okay. Uh, it is now the Mimic's turn. And the, uh, Mimic is going to do some murders. (laughs) Uh, or attempt to anyway. Uh, it is going to, it is going to make an attack with its weird tongue on, uh, actually, no, it's not. It's just going to bite, uh, Orianus. Um, but it got a seven. That does not hit. All right. But it is now Oresco's' turn. All right. Now that I got my resin club all set up. It's time to commence to whacking. Whacking. Uh, that's going to be a 21 versus armor class. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, that'll do it. I'll uh, give it to you. That's going to only be, however, four bludgeoning damage. All right. Um, just like with... Uh, I mean, you guys seem to be fucking this thing up. Uh, but just like with Orianus, your club hits it. And is like adhered to it, <laughs> and I just go not cool. Uh, Orianus, if you would like to use your greatsword as a free action, I would like you to go ahead and uh, make either an athletics or acro- well, I guess it's just athletics check to uh, break free. But you will do that at disadvantage. I mean, I'm a try. Although. Actually, because you're raging, you do athletics checks with advantage, so it's just a regular. Okay, that's athletics, you said? I did. 14? 14 succeeds. All right, cool. I pull the greatsword free, gonna growl, and swing it again. That's another 12. 12 hits. And that is a dirty 12. 12 damage? Yep. All right. Okay. Yeah, you bury your greatsword in it, but this time it just breaks and reverts back to a regular old trunk. Um, and an owlin comes flying in uh, right at the end here. Uh, and she... She comes up and she says, students, well done. Uh, Such bravery in this incoming class. What a bizarre occurrence. I can't remember any of those old costume trunks ever bearing a hint of magic, let alone that manner of transmutation. 
<sighs> I'll have to have a word with the equipment managers over at the Rose stage. We're supposed to keep this sort of thing from happening. Uh, I exit my rage. I just kind of go, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Uh, I am Professor Sharpbeak, one of the Silver Quill professors. Nice uh. to meet you. Hi, Professor Sharpbeak. Yes. Uh, do you possibly know any fi- any spells to counter fires? I, I say as uh, I know. She just waves her hand and, and they go out. I'm sorry. <clears throat> what what department is she part of again? Silver Quill. Um, the their literature and oration and stuff like that. Okay. Um. Uh, <clears throat> do, so... do you need any help cleaning up the mess? No, no, that's fine. We'll be able to get it all handled. Yeah, uh, okay. I do appreciate the offer, though. It's very kind of you. You did say that, like, this isn't supposed to happen, right? Mm, no. Um, but unfortunately, the as I'm sure you can imagine, living on a campus with a magical snarl, at the center of it does mean that things like this are not impossible. This wasn't part of the scavenger hunt? No, dear. No, it's not. However, I do. It does appear that you all completely solved it, and you helped protect your other students, so... And she kind of looks around like she's being a little sneaky, and she pulls four platinum pieces out of her bag and gives one to each of you. I've never seen this kind of... Member says real quiet, just, I've never seen this kind of money before. Thank you, ma'am. I give her a small bow. Uh, She is welcome to Strixhaven. Well, uh, thank you very much. I I appreciate it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I might actually be able to afford a book now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you all want to look at the trunk because the trunk appears to just be a normal trunk now yeah I'd like as to if that. it were transformed into a mimic and then once it was killed turned back can i yeah, like, i would like to look at the trunk i'd like okay. to investigate it to see if there's anything like telling on it yeah you can go ahead and make either a perception or investigation check i'm bad at both so four uh 14 14 mm-hmm. can i also perceive the trunk I thought that's what you were doing. Cool, I got an 18. Okay. Um, Both of you find this, uh, on the wood and leather, this black, oily substance. Um, Professor Sharpbeak. um, Yes. What is this oily oily stuff on the trunk? Um, She takes some of it on her claw and... um, whispers some words and you see her eyes glow white and she goes well it's not magic so um probably just a leather conditioner hmm Oreskos is like sitting there and he hears that and he's just he doesn't he doesn't believe it but eh, what I'm can you do? skeptical too well I mean if, if I can take a look at it maybe I mean yeah, I mean, if you go, if one of you wants to cast detect magic, you can do so. I was just gonna make an Arcana check. 
Okay. <laughs> that was almost a 23. <laughs> you have no idea. I mean, it, again, it doesn't seem magical. Uh, so it very well could just be a leather conditioner, you know, to keep the straps uh, from breaking apart. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, see. I don't have detect magic, so. Well, I'm not going to let excess leather conditioner go to waste. And I start rubbing it on the hide armor. <laughs> All right. Mm. I I just look at this and just I, I'm not messing with this, and I uh, put my gray sword back up. Um, all right. Well, the rest of your orientation is uh, uneventful, if not boring, and so uh, you all, while you all do have separate class schedules, you do share a class, uh, magical physiologies the study of magical animals and their kind of bits. <laughs> and so you do all see each other here and there. Mm -hmm. um, Maper, I know that you wanted to be a part of the um, grounds crew. Yep. Um, you, you work with the groundskeeping to uh, keep everything ship shape. Yep. Get dead animals um, up and trash mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I eat the dead animals, though. Yeah. I'm going to check mm -hmm. out. It's just a snack. I mean, it's going to go to waste. I don't just... Um, so, what that means, because you have a job, you have income. Has money. Yeah. You were paid five gold a week. Nice. Uh, so go ahead and add 15 gold to your character sheet. Nice. Um, you occasionally find yourself working with a uh, young Owlin woman. Uh, Owlin being like Aarakocra, but instead of eagles or, uh, you know, some sort of bird of prey. Well, I guess owls are also birds of prey. But instead of being some sort of eagle or hawk, Owlins are owls. Um, she has incredibly well-kept feathers and is very soft-spoken. Now, why don't you tell me whether or not you think that, uh, Maper or Maper and this, uh, Owlin have, what kind of relationship they have? I think that she might be a little bit annoyed. Well, not necessarily annoyed by Maper, but like kind of disgusted by Maper, especially when she like sees him eating the dead animals and stuff. All right. So do you think that she has a kind of friendly relationship with Maper or more of a rivalrous relationship? I think it's like friendly, but okay. in a like... I will be nice to you while I'm working, but you're kind of disgusting. <laughs> um, okay. So, you know this person as Shuvadri Glintmantle. Specifically, she cleans up graffiti. Uh, but while you are... You are a trash collector. That's your job. You mostly have to, like... They give you a very well-oiled cart to pull around, 
and as you are going, you see Shivadri there uh, using prestidigitation to clean up some graffiti. And she goes, Ah, Maper, it's good to see you. Are you having a pleasant morning? Yeah, how about you? I'm having a good morning. Oh, yes. There's always a pleasant day when you get to see the sunrise. Yeah, that's true. I found a dead rat this morning. It tasted pretty good. <laughs> ah. Yes, well, I'm glad that you had a good breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty um, good. And uh, let's see. I believe that... So, um... Maper still has the flower. Yeah. <laughs> um... Now, Ermac and Oreskos actually share an extracurricular with the Horticulture Club. Eh. Hey, I'm um, all about it. Mm-hmm. But Oreskos uh, is also an RA. <laughs> and uh, a... So, this woman, this uh, human woman, you know her as Nora and Wu. Um, she's actually a second-year student, um, and she is also a dorm RA. And, um, you know, it's maybe two weeks in. She goes, um, how are y'all finding everything? I mean, it's all right. It's different, at least. It's not like, you know, it's not like home where it's like constantly listen to my parents and their marriage. Eh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I imagine that can be a little hard sometimes. Even yeah. when you don't miss home, you kind of miss it. I guess. I mean, I, I really miss home. But this, this is like the so an cool. RA discussion. Oh, Mac. just just the RA. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. you not not the horticulture culture club. My bad. <laughs> the, the culture club. The culture club. Um. So yeah, and uh, she goes well. If uh, you ever want to talk, you go ahead and let me know, all right? Yeah, sounds uh, sounds pretty good. And she just sort of pats you on the shoulder and you guys go about your day. <laughs> um, while Oreskos is dealing with that, Ermac, you are at the Horticulture Club. Uh, and you are there with... Erzmiktok Grosch. I'm going to need to spell that. U-R-Z-M-A-K-T-O-K. And then the last name is Grosch. G-R-O-J-S-H. Do you think that you have a positive or negative relationship with Erzmiktok? I think we have a negative relationship. All right. I think I'm just, um, I'm a little too clingy, I guess, is the best way of putting that. You might also be a little too freeform. Um, Urs McTalk is an incredibly diligent student. Um, he is incredibly by the book. Oh, yeah, and, no, I just know, Everything tried. has to be just so. Yeah, no, I just try a bunch of random shit and see what works. <laughs> Yeah, um, your 
tending one of the uh, flower beds and Urzmak talk comes up and he says, Ermac, yes. I've talked to you about this before. The begonias do not go here. This is not their plot. I, I thought the color scheme would complement them better. This soil is not properly calibrated for the begonias. I've been very careful to make sure that all of the soil is very specific to each plant. There, there's a a breathy sigh. <sighs> well, which is very impressive when you don't have lungs. Yeah, it's it's magic. It's fine. But fine, and I I begin the process of carefully transplanting them safely to where he wants them to go instead of where they should go. And uh, while I'm doing this, I'll I'll tell Urzma talk. You know, what are you gonna do with like I don't know some kind of begonia specific disease blight thing happens? Wouldn't all your begonias die because they're not spread out? I I can't even. I, I'm I have to go over here. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks away from you. <laughs> It's almost like you should diversify your garden so that way it doesn't immediately all die if one bad thing happens. Um, and Wild, you are trying out for the uh, uh, Silk Ball, Intramural Silk Ball Club, which is basically rugby. It's going to be fun. I get to throw a ball and I get to beat the shit out of people at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, now there are three other notable members of the Intramural Silk Ball Club. You have uh, Javanesh Stoutclaw, who is, I can get my stuff open, um, a male Owlin. Uh, he's never quite put together his fur, or fur, his feathers are always a little bit out of place. Um, he's also a year, he's a second year student and specifically lore hold. Um, and then another member is, uh, Mel with Thorn, who is a male presenting dryad. Uh, he is also, he's a first year student, just like you, a freshman. Um, um what do you say his name was also again? a member, Melithorn? sorry? What do you say his name hmm? was again? Mel with Thorn. Um, he is also a member of the Student Mages of Faith. And finally, uh, Talana Kapul, who is a uh, female human. She is also a freshman, and she is uh, also a member of the Dragon Chess Club. Which of those three students do you think you would have formed a uh, relationship with? Positive or negative? Uh, probably with uh, Talana Kapul. And most likely friendly. Alright. Alright. Um, you were just finished running a, uh, a play and uh, Talana runs up and holds her hand up for a high five. I, you know, give her a high five. That was a great job you did there. You followed that play I wrote out perfectly. Thank you. Uh, you 
you did really awesome writing that play. Like they didn't they didn't expect it at all. It was awesome. Everything comes down to dragon chess. I know you're really really invested in your whole in in your uh glass blowing, but I think you should check it out. I mean, wouldn't hurt. Um for our listeners, I'm introducing these uh jobs and extracurriculars because they do have a mechanical benefit. Once per day, you all have various things that you can do with the jobs you get money with the extracurriculars you get what's called a student die which is a once per day d4 that you can roll to add to an ability check related to your specific extracurricular um so in the case of the silk ball club that would be athletics or intimidation in the case of the uh um horticulture club which i will find in a second if it shows me there it is would be nature and survival um, oh, and actually, Eric, because you have a job, go ahead and add uh, 15 gold. Hell yeah. But we now come in, after these brief little interactions to introduce some of these other characters, uh, we now come in, you are all chilling out, just sort of in one of the various fields that makes up the central campus, trying to relax, really, when... Uh, while you recognize uh, Javanesh, the Owlin, who's on the, uh, who's in the Silkball Club with you, uh, comes running up to you all, and he, he seems incredibly excited. Like as he's running, he's fluttering up off the ground a little bit, uh, and he goes, uh, "You've all got to see this. We found these weird frogs, and we snuck them into the Fireside Lounge at the uh, Fire Jolt Cafe." And uh, we're going to race them. Come on, come on, come on, come on, before the press professors find out. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, it's it's actually kind of cruel to just do that to animals, but, you know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're not um, being hurt. So the Fire Jolt Cafe is just this massive um, incredibly massive um cafe at the center of it is the barista station where all the drinks and food and things like that are made there are all kinds of bar seating and various kind of levels and layers kind of leading up almost like an amphitheater in the way that it's set up um there is a uh like little uh what, what would it be called a, a newsstand kind of thing uh off in the northwest corner the northeast corners are like quiet rooms they're like little kind of like in a library where that you have conference rooms that you can like write down hey i'm going to be using this from two o'clock to 2 30 um but at the direct north on the other side of the barista station uh from the doors is the fireside lounge which is more of the like Big comfy chairs and love seats and sofas and stuff like that. And uh, you all come in, you smell the delicious smell of coffee. Uh, and when you duck into the lounge, you see that everybody 
has moved all of the furniture to create a little bit of a barrier to make it harder to see what's happening inside the lounge. <laughs> um, and in the middle of the room are four frogs. One is glowing red, one is glowing blue, one is glowing violet, and the last one is glowing orange. Um, and each one has a tiny little, like, basketball jersey <laughs> on. Oh so cute um well actually i'm sorry i'm i'm misspeaking one has a cape another one has like suspenders uh another one has a little bow tie and the fourth one has a top hat that's like just ever so slightly askew um and someone has taken chalk and made lanes on the floor um and they're kind of all the students are kind of like gently trying to urge the frogs into the starting position. <laughs> Come on, do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> do the thing. I love that. Um, <laughs> so, would you all like to participate in this frog race? Uh, Oreskos doesn't on the grounds of he thinks it's kind of cruel. Just, on the grounds of they should leave the frogs the fuck alone. I just love yeah. them so much. Lyle's just like, why are we racing the frogs? Why? And Javanesh goes, what? Why not? It looks like it'll be fun. They yeah. look so cute! Listen, here's how it works, alright? You pick a frog, and you're its coach, and you, you're gonna try and encourage it to the finish line. Wouldn't food work well? Wild, you're thinking way too hard about this. <laughs> Have you never know, had fun you want before? The frog... I don't know. Why don't you? If you want the frog to go, why don't you just give it some? F- have some food at the end of the lane so it goes. God, you're boring. <laughs> That's not how this works. It's social activity. Yeah, we're socializing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Who wants to be a coach? I want to be a coach. I want to be a coach. Okay. Um, which I'm one do you abstain. want? <laughs> I want the top hat. The bow tie. Actually, yeah, yeah, the All bow right. tie. All right. So, how this works is uh, you two will make animal handling checks. <gasps> um, actually, here's what I want you to do. Okay. So... Ashley? Yeah. Maper has picked the red frog. Okay. Wearing a bow tie. Mm-hmm. And Jason Ermac has picked the orange frog wearing a top hat. What are their names? Fancy Pants. Orchid. All right. Um, so as you are naming these frogs and taking a look at them, um, they're very chill. They don't seem to be stressed out or anything. Um, but you are informed that a, the winning frog, the coach gets bragging rights. But because these are a bunch of students who are hopped up on caffeine, there is also 30 gold on the line. So whoever wins also gets 30 gold. What are the rules? Uh, the rule is you are trying to encourage your frog to the finish line, which is an animal handling check. Mm-hmm. And uh, Arescos or Wild, if they choose could cheer you on 
uh, giving you advantage on your animal handling check, or they can heckle one of the other coaches, or you, you know, whatever they want to do. They can either encourage a coach or heckle a coach to give them either advantage or disadvantage. Okay. Okay. You guys gonna cheer fancy pants on? I... As Maber holds up this frog that's probably a third of his size. And his eyes (sighs) have gotten really big. I imagine you're literally throwing anime sparkles. It is, literally. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Maper is a wild magic sorcerer. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't condone this. (laughs) Well, you could always heckle our opponents. I would like to encourage... Maper, because I am being blinded by anime sparkles and I want it to stop. Because it's adorable? Oh yeah, I'm quite literally being blinded by how adorable this is. Also, your anime sparkles. Can I roll? Um, yeah. Go ahead and uh, roll. So Jason, you're going to roll animal handling flat, and uh, Ashley, you are rolling with advantage as you and a couple other students are uh, encouraging, and it's nobody's like pushing the frogs or yelling at them or anything. Like, they're just kind of like, "Come on, come on, go, 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 go! You can do it!" <laughs> I got a fifteen. I rolled eight. I'm really glad because the first one I rolled was a natural one. Uh, well, Maper, fancy pants, you just you're cheering him on. You're having a good time. And he wins. He goes way ahead of all the other frogs. Fancy pants, you did it! We won! Uh, and you you pick up fancy pants, and you look at this little guy, and it croaks, and it, like all of the other, all the other frogs, starts growing as their eyes turn red. No! Fancy pants! <sighs> What's what's wrong, little guys? <laughs> Maper immediately uh, starts crying. <laughs> uh, you were very quickly forced to drop the frog as it has grown bigger than you. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so upset. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> I'm this legitimately was, upset. <laughs> this was predictable. It was. I didn't predict it. I I didn't know what was going to happen. I just knew it was going to end in something. I figured something was going to happen. Not fancy pants. Um, all right. Yeah, the these frogs, these giant frogs uh begin shedding their uh costumes as they get far too big. Wait, and fancy pants all over Yeah, the, like the yeah. top hat and the bow tie. Oh, and stuff. oh, oh, okay. Did you yeah. forget that they were wearing costumes? I thought yeah, I just thought those what costumes. they were wearing. Yeah, that is what they were wearing. <laughs> That's my, what brain, co- my brain went. <laughs> <laughs> it's accessories, not costumes. That's what <laughs> my brain did. That's fair. Um, but we're gonna roll initiative. Oh boy. What'd you get, Maper? I got 17. Oh, boy. Uh, I know what Oresco's got. Wild. I got a 16. 
and uh, Ermac. Eleven. Eleven. All right. Uh, so the other students immediately begin to scatter and run. So these frogs seem to be affected by something. I mean, they were glowing frogs, which is in and of itself weird. Uh, but this is a whole new thing. <laughs> um, and Maper, you were up first. Um, can I, um, uh, am I right next right to in him? Front, right next to Fancy Pants, who is now a medium beast, uh, about the size of a pony. Can I misty step away from him? Yes. Okay. So I just want to be out of reach since I'm. I mean, you can teleport up to 30 feet, so. Okay, cool. And is that my entire turn? Nope, that's just a bonus action. Okay, cool. So I would like to use... Dissonant Whispers works on everyone, though, right? It's not... No, it's a, it's a single target. targeted it's thing. Targeted. It's a single target. Um, mm-hmm. I will say something that is allowed, mm-hmm. because if, if you think this is something Maper would try, mm-hmm. you can try an animal handling check. They are still animals. Yeah, I would like to do that. Okay. I just, I knew if it came up later, you would be very upset that I didn't tell you. <laughs> I would be very mad. So I got a 17. A 17 animal handling. Mm-hmm. Um, you teleport up onto one of these. Uh, so for everyone else, Maper just sort of explodes into sparkles. <laughs> and then another explosion of sparkles on a nearby table as he reappears. What and the fuck? Maper just goes like, fancy pants. Come on, boy. It's me, Papa. And this big giant red frog goes, and just sort of calms down. And just is just sort of sitting there. He's just a big frog that's just calm now. He's just a big giant glowing red frog now. Oh my god, that makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, wild. It's your turn. I I would like to try to calm down the the giant purple frog. All right. Is there a purple? I, one? I don't remember. Uh, there's red, blue, violet, and orange. I don't think I ever said the word violet. Why don't I remember anything? I did say violet. What the fuck? Violet, you're turning <laughs> violet. Oh, that was bad. That's a four. Um, it does not appear to have worked as you go. Good, calm down. I'm frog. like, I'm like, good, good frog. Calm down. Uh, is there anything you would like to do with your move action or bonus action? Um, I would like to try to get closer. Okay, I mean, there, there's not a lot of space here, uh, so it's very easy to get closer. Uh, Oreskos. I will also attempt an animal handling check because I'm good at that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to walk forward and be like, That's good. Hey. I'm not. I'm doing like the, um, I'm doing like the, what, what was the, what was the, the thing? Oh, God. How to train hand, your dragon. The hand gesture. <laughs> yeah. Just like hand forward, be like, hey, guy, it's okay. Oh boy, that's an eight. What is it with me and rolling three and four? 
All right. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you walk right up to it going, hey, uh, and this frog is and didn't seem to like that. Of course Ermac. not. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. <clears throat> Ermac is going to approach Orchid, the orange frog, and he is going to say, Look, Orchid, I know you're a little mad about losing the race, but it's it's fine. We'll get you back to where we got you from. They got you from, and it, it, it's all over. You don't have to. You don't have to fight anyone. It'll all be over soon. <laughs> and I'm gonna. It'll make... all be over soon. He snaps its neck. No. no! I'm the friendly skeleton. I'm gonna make an animal handling check. All right. Four. Okay. Um. So Fancy Pants uh, hops up closer to uh, Maper and just seems to be chilling out. Uh, but this blue frog that Oreskos was trying to calm down uh, is uh, is going to bite him. Hooray. Whoops. Got stuck. Oh, wait. Whoa. I don't have my shield equipped. So... Okay. <laughs> uh that is a 20 to hit. Oh uh, yeah, that hits. All right. Uh that will deal you 6 piercing damage and you are grappled. Ow. Grappled. As it damn near bites your entire body. That hurt a lot. Oh, uh, okay. And the violet frog is going to bite at wild. Unsurprising. Ooh. That is a 22. That hits. For five piercing damage. And you are also grappled. Um, And then Orchid. Orchid looks upon his father and bites at him. Yeah, father. Uh, But he only got a nine. Yeah, that misses. Um, So that is now Maper's turn. Can I do animal handling for the other two? Again, yeah. Well, you in the one? next one, you can only do one at a time. Okay. Which one would you like to do? There is blue, violet, and orange. Has any of them attacked, like, hit anybody yet? Yeah, all three of them. Oh, okay. Well, orange one didn't. Orange one failed, but the other two have. Okay. Uh, blue. Blue. Okay. 18. 18. What do, what do, you, what do you think Maper does to calm this frog down? What was the blue one in? Uh, the blue one was in uh, suspenders. Oh boy. Uh, fancy boy! You don't want to <laughs> hurt anyone! Um, and this frog that has Oresco's half in his mouth <laughs> kind of like turns to look at Maper and then just goes <laughs> and lets go and just sort of seems to calm down. Okay. All right. I know you didn't <laughs> mean it as I grip my gut. <laughs> uh, Wild, it is your turn. You are currently restrained, uh, which means your speed is zero. You have disadvantage on dexterity saves, and you at- your attack rolls have disadvantage. Um, I kind of look around so I can look it in its massive eyeball and go like, Come on, you, you don't want to do this. I don't taste good. 
I tried to roll animal handling. All right. Just with this mouthful. You don't tell me what I like. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, that's a 16. All right. Yeah, you, you like gently caress this thing's head. It's very slimy. And this hurts really bad because it is currently gnawing on you. Uh, and it sort of starts. It, it kind of stops. It, it relaxes a little bit and just goes. Bleh, and spits and- you out. And I hit the ground. It's okay. It's okay. And I just hold up a thumbs up as I <laughs> curl into myself because, ow! Uh, Oreskos, uh Orchid, the orange frog, is the only one that seems to still be hostile. <laughs> Hand firmly on, on ruined midsection, midsection, I will say, Okay, let's let's try that again. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, you don't want to hurt anybody, right? Oh, thank God! Nineteen. <laughs> you you say that, and you're holding your your midsection, and you hold your hand out. And you kind of turn away a little bit, and the frog looks like it's gonna bite you, and then it closes its mouth and presses its head up against your hand and closes its eyes, just like how to train your dragon. Sun's getting real low, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, they all seem to calm down. You know, no harm, no foul. Uh, no harm, no amphibian. And after about a minute, they all sort of just like start coughing and hack up this like weird black oily substance and then just shrink down to regular frogs. Uh, and as this happens, the uh, cafe manager, who is a uh, an elven woman, uh, Alina Tanglewood, comes running up and goes, what the hell happened? Frogs. Lots of big giant frogs. Oh, that looks yeah. kind of bad there. And I'll, I'll actually, I'll cast cure wounds on dry grass. That would look We're bad fine. because it is. My ribs are shattered. <laughs> well, let's see if. Can I investigate not... the black stuff? Is it the same as the other black uh, go stuff? Go ahead and make either a perception or an investigation check. And while you're investigating it, um, Alina, when you say the frogs, she goes, "God." Damn it, I keep telling the Witherbloom students, stop bringing in the bullshit they drag out of that fucking swamp. <laughs> God, I gotta get a goddamn mop. Uh, I, I got a 13. What? 13? Mm-hmm. For investigate. Alright. It appears did, uh, to be the exact same substance. I got a... Did Ermac did heal me? I got a 6 to heal you. Okay, so 6, six points. Yeah. That'll mark up it my... Puts, I like to imagine this like glowing pink red energy that smells faintly of roses. Yeah. Shines off of your hand as you heal uh Oreskos' wounds. Yeah. Um and Maper, on that uh investigation check, you also notice that this oily substance has a little bit of a sweet smell to it, which Probably is why the frogs ate it. Can I place the smell at all? Does it smell like anything specific? No, it just smells sweet. Okay. I start kind of moving the furniture a little 
Uh, so she okay. can get to the where the black gunk is. Gunk is uh, so Alina can get the mop there a little easier. The frogs. Oh, the the, the walkways aren't like blocked off so the, or anything. The frogs are okay. Yeah, frogs are perfectly fine. I mean, they're all... still bright colors, but I'm they're gonna fine. I'm going to scoop them all up into my arms. Okay. And start to take them outside. You're going to be safe now, you guys. I, I, I see Maper messing with the uh, the black substance of like Maper. Is that the same stuff from before, like with the the chest mimic? Yeah, it is. It smells real sweet. If you want to smell it, I'll dip a finger and like. What is that? You probably. I'm like smelling it. And I'm like. Just don't eat it because that's what these little guys did. I think. I mean, I don't plan on it. Okay, just wanted to be sure, just in case. Pretty sure we all witnessed some vomit up. And is it like sickly sweet, like like the kind of sweet where you're just like, oh. no, no, it doesn't okay. smell. It it's not that sweet, but it does. Um, what is your what what is your nature skill? Nature. I have a plus two in nature. <laughs> okay, I mean, I think that's high enough that you know that this is probably sweet enough to attract a frog. I'll just say, um, like, mm. it's almost like they, it's almost like they sweetened it to attract them or something. Oh, hang on. I got a question. Do I get that 30 gold since I won? You do. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that money. Let me add that real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> do we know where this stuff comes from? I don't think What's so. What's it smell like besides sweet? It doesn't really have a smell other than sweet. Yeah, not really. Uh, Ashley, I went ahead and added fancy pants to your character sheet. <gasps> I get to keep fancy pants with me? Yeah, we'll let you keep them. Oh my gosh. If you go to the extras part of your character sheet, he's in there. Oh! <laughs> You guys, I need artwork. I need artwork. And it looks it looks almost like um it looks almost like tar, right? It's kind of like black, but it's not like it's not sticky thick like, like tar. It's like yeah, it, okay, it's so. more it's very thin, but unlike oil, which is more of a brown, this is black. I mean it's it's almost like um it's a little too thick to be ink, but it's way too thin to be tar. Okay. So it's more like oil, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's thicker than well, no, it's about as, as thick as old oil. It's just black instead of brown. Like crude oil? Yeah. It's like a, but I, I imagine it's, it's like a, that, you know. the consistency of like a balm, like something you would rub on like a yeah, leather I mean, it, it's, or... Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's a good, uh, good way to think about it. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Oh, it can't be a coincidence that this kind of thing happens twice and the same materials involved both times just doesn't doesn't track i think you're right maybe we should talk to professor sharpbeak maybe probably be a good idea actually i mean it is only about a 30 minute uh it's like an hour walk but you can also just wait for one of the trams about 30 minutes to get to the silver quill campus yeah that sounds like i think we can wait Mm -hmm. yeah Okay. Uh, so you're all going to the Silver Quill campus to find uh, Professor Sharpbeak? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's up. Yeah. Um, so, so let me go in here for just a second. 
and give you guys a rundown of Silver Quill College. Um, so it is also sometimes called the College of Eloquence. Um, it is all about the magic of word. Um, poetry, any form of literature, plays, all of that stuff. Um, people who choose Silver Quill, whoop, hit my mic again. People who choose Silver Quill tend to be very competitive and very sure of themselves. And they primarily focus on uh, the different tracks within Silver Quill are Radiance and Shadow. As part of the philosophy, it's more of this like, uh, you know, Radiance would be how words can uplift and illuminate. Um, whereas Shadow would be more about how words can hurt and are used to hide things. Um, and Silver Quill students, their magic tends to kind of literally reflect those two concepts. And Professor Sharpbeak is specifically a uh, professor of radiance. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't take long to find her. Um, I am going to actually send you all a quick picture of the uh, Silver Quill campus. There we go. Drop that in the chat there. Oh wow, that's a that's a big old amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Dramarium. 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 Okay. Dramarium. Rather. Yep. Uh, I mean, almost literally, it's a, a place where pretty much anybody can practice whatever kind of work they're working on. Um, but yeah, you will find Professor Silverquill. She happens to be in her uh, office at the moment. Um. See if I can remember what accent I gave her, because I came up with it on the spot. Oh, I recognize you all. Have you been having a good first few weeks? Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty good. But uh, actually, we're coming here with something that might be a little bit of a problem. Hmm. Do you remember that uh, weird black stuff we found on the mimic chest? Oh, yes. Fancy Pants got into it. Uh, Maper uh, holds up Fancy Pants. <laughs> he turned into a real big frog, and so did all the other ones. Hmm. And you... And you said that this, um... Black Substance was there as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they threw it up after we calmed them hmm. down. Do you happen to have a sample of it? I mean, um, I, I got some on a claw. Just say that you didn't. Um, okay. <laughs> I All had right. some on my fingers, but I imagine I'm not leaving it on there. Yeah, yeah. that's why I was like. Some oh. of the old ones probably still caked in my armor. <laughs> um, Gross. she uh she takes the handkerchief with the substance on it. She goes, hmm, and her eyes glow white again. She goes, I'm still not detecting any magic, but um, I'll. Take it to the uh, Valentine, the Dean of the Vein, for the Witherbloom College, and uh, he he should be able to help us determine whatever it is that this is. Okay. Um, I I do hope that the rest of your freshman year is only as exciting as you would expect it to be. 
I'm just, uh, rest case is just like, uh, there's conflict. It's like, this is actually really cool because there's like a mystery, but at the same time, I just, I just want to do college stuff, man. Like, <laughs> honestly, uh, wild is just like, you know, what? I'm changing my mind about this. This college is actually pretty freaking awesome. Vapor is so excited to have fancy pants that. Maybe we're just like, well, if we keep getting cool little critters, then it's okay with me. We keep meeting so many friends. Yeah. Friends. I like this guy. He gets it. Well, (sighs) the next four weeks, rather uneventful. But that's mostly because everyone is far too busy studying for your first exam. Dun dun dun. And with that, this episode is over. Yay, that's good. I don't like exams. Um, (laughs) Uh, You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under AnnaCosmicQueen. I'm actually never on Twitter, so don't expect me to do anything there. But the other spots, occasionally I'll post stuff about like RPGs and my pets and yeah. So if you want to look there, I occasionally do stuff there. Yep. And I guess I'm next. Uh, I have been Eric and I do not have, well, I have socials, but I don't use them for anything because I'm an old man. But um, if at any point you have been absolutely cracked out of your mind, uh, having drank in four Red Bulls to try and stay awake to study for an exam, then you know the pain of every college student who has ever lived, and I salute you. Uh, I have a YouTube channel that is Arasil Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E. I will eventually go back to posting stuff on it, but it's got a lot of Let's Plays on there, so if you want to go check that out, check it out. I am Elvenly underscore E on all, almost all my socials. I'm mainly active on Twitter, but I also occasionally you know, post stuff on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I occasionally post pictures of our. I occasionally post pictures of Hope, Hope the cat, when she's not being a little gremlin. I have been Eli Royal, and uh, I'm the one who's been uh, moving your pens when you turn away from them for just a second. And uh, if you want to support the podcast, head on over to WePlayRPGs.com, and we've got plenty of links that you can help us out at. Bye. <laughs>